Hi there, Reverend David McLaughlin here. I would like to invite you to join with me as I share a series of thumbnail truths that the Lord has laid in my heart to leave with you in these strange and difficult times. Hi there. One of my favourite texts of scripture is found in Psalm 46 in the verse 10. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. I can recall years ago in the Bible college, Dr. John Douglas teaching us when we came across any portion of scripture that we should always look for the key text. And of course, the key text of Psalm 46 is indeed verse 10. Be still and know that I am God. And this text of scripture not only infers that God is, that he exists, but also that God can be known. And I encourage you today with this tremendous truth that you can know God in a deeper, in a greater, in a more personal, intimate way than you have ever known. Did you know that the God of heaven and earth has revealed himself in the book of nature? The Bible says the heavens declare the glory of God and the earth showeth forth his handiwork. He's also revealed himself in the book of Holy Scripture. That takes us back to Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. And as I meditate upon Psalm 46, thinking of this key text about knowing God, Having read through the psalm many times, I encourage you to do that. You can know God in a threefold way. You can know that God exists as a God of faithfulness and strength. The Bible tells us God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Verse 2 adds the words, therefore will not we fear. The word therefore means in light of this. And did you know today that you can let go of your fear because God is, because God is our refuge and strength. God is real today. God really exists. God is our refuge. God is our strength. Did you know that God is a very present help in trouble? The Bible, of course, teaches us, and I've shared this with you before, that there's 365 fear nots in the Bible. When you take the words fear not, when you take the words don't be afraid, when you take the words fearfulness and you add them all together examining the Hebrew and the Greek scriptures you come to 365. Isn't that tremendous? One for every day of the year. Do you know when we wake up in the morning and we look out on a new day and we pull back the curtains we don't know what that day is going to bring. It could bring uncertainty and yet the Bible tells us boast not thyself of tomorrow for no man knoweth what a day may bring forth and in the uncertainty of the day as it's unfold. It's a wonderful truth to behold in one's mind that God is real and that God is a refuge for us. And we can let go of our fears. We don't have to be controlled by our fears. Even if 
things that are happening in the world, like earthquakes and tsunamis and tornadoes. And of course, that's the reference in Psalm 46, verses 2 and 3. Things of a cataclysmic proportion, things that are really devastating to the heart and the mind and the soul. And in those circumstances, we can learn that God is real and that God is a refuge for us and God is a remedy for us, for he's a very present help in trouble. Do you know that? Maybe you're going through a time of trouble right now. Maybe you're in the midst of a a storm type situation where your world is turned upside down. Maybe it's the death of a loved one. Maybe it's sickness has come into your home. Maybe it's the loss of a job. Maybe it's worry about finances. Let me tell you, whatever your fear is, I would encourage you to let go of your fear. Why? Because God is. He is real. He's a refuge for us. And his remedy is that he, he himself, is a very present help in trouble. So he's a God of faithfulness and strength. And you can know that. In fact, the third verse closes with the word selah, which means think about that. That's a main pause in the Hebrew. Take that into your mind. Flood your thought process, even with this tremendous truth. The psalm goes on to teach us that God is a God of fullness and supply. Verse 4 opens with the words, There is a river. The streams were off shall make glad the city of God. Did you know that Psalm 46 was written as a psalm of thanksgiving and jubilation to God for victory over the whole of the Syrian army? Remember in one night, an angel came and slew 185,000 Assyrians. They had encamped around Jerusalem for about two years. There was a siege. And yet all the while that siege was going on through the Gihon Spring, there was a fresh supply of water coming into the city every day. God had provided for his people. God was in the midst of her. God would help her even in the darkest period of her experience. And of course, we can apply that spiritually. God is a God of fullness and supply. Do you know in Christ, you have everything that you need? Do you need help today? Do do you need guidance today? Do you need wisdom? Do you need strength Do do you have a a particular supply that that you need, whether materially or physically or or mentally? You can bring that need to the Lord and you can cry out unto our God because we have this wonderful promise of the Lord Jesus. Whatsoever you ask the Father in my name, he will give it you. Isn't that tremendous? And we would encourage you to pray and seek the face of our God at this time. He, he, He is a God of fullness and supply. Can I share something else as we close? He's a God to be feared because he's sovereign. The Bible speaks in the verse 8, what desolations he hath wrought in the earth. He maketh wars to cease unto the end of the earth. You see, God is in absolute sovereign control over this whole world. And God is a God to be feared. The the Bible tells us the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Knowledge of the holy is understanding. So as you perhaps sit at home this afternoon and you're listening to this thumbnail truth, you think of these words, be still, stop what you're doing. You're, You're maybe sitting listening to me right now and I want you to think about God. Be still and know that I'm God. God can be known. He's a God of faithfulness, yes. He's a God of fullness, yes, but he's a God to be feared. The Bible says it's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. And I would encourage you today, if you haven't already done so, give your heart and life to the Lord. Get down on your knees. 
Cry out to God, be merciful to me, a sinner. Ask the Lord to save you like Peter. Peter cried, Lord, save me, I perish. And I want to tell you, you can become a child of God. If you are a child of God, let's remember what it really means to fear him. And in a few um, weeks' time, we'll present to you a, a tremendous little thought, another thumbnail truth on that Uh, text of scripture, Proverbs uh, chapter 9 and verse 10. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Knowledge of the holy is understanding. It's important that you rediscover the fear of God. Let him be your dread. Let him be your fear because he is an absolute sovereign God who is absolutely awesome. A, a, A God to whom we must yield ourselves in total and absolute surrender. So when the psalmist invites us to be still and know that he's in God. You know today he's a God of faithfulness, a God of fullness, but a God to be feared. Be still and know that I am God. Thank you for listening.